Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today, it's a real pleasure to introduce a television icon right from the Mod Squad himself, Mr. Michael Cole. How are you today? Hey, Char. It's good to talk to you, man. I'm doing okay for as old as we're getting. Doing all right. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, my friend, for coming on today. I really appreciate it. It's a true honor, buddy, to come on. Yeah, have you come on the show? Um, how you been holding up with all this stuff going on in the world, this pandemic and stuff? How you holding up, sir? You all right? Oh man, you know I I feel pretty lucky. Um, I don't. I only know one or two people that have been affected by that. I mean, really know them fairly well, and uh, I just. I just say a prayer every day, kind of for America. If that sounds kind of stupid, but it's true. Uh, but but most of the people in my family and that has been really all right. How about you? Oh, very good. Thank you. I'm very blessed. And amen to that prayer, sir. Absolutely for sure, uh, without a doubt. The sooner uh, from your lips to God's ears, I hope this gets uh, gets with at least as many casualties as possible. So I I agree with you on that, and and second it. <laughs> Um, now it's really, like I said, it's a real thrill to have you on. And thank uh, you, Char. With, with, tell me a little bit about your career as far as how did you get started in Hollywood? I I got lucky. I used to get in a lot of trouble. Well, back in Wisconsin, I was born and raised in Wisconsin, and we didn't have much, so. Uh, Therefore, that kind of bred me and my buddies. Uh, some of them were in jail, some of them in prison, and, and so anyway, I had to get out of town, and um, I wound up here. And I can I start a little bit at the very, very beginning. You, my you mother took me to. We start anywhere you want. <laughs> okay, thank you. My mom, my mom took me to a movie because we lived next door to the theater, and there was Samson and Delilah. And that got me, that, that, that really fixed something in my heart. And uh, so when I got out, we were leaving the theater, and I saw a reflection in the front doors, and I started to pretend I was moving the pillars. <laughs> and then they came crashing like, like Samson, right. and I said, "Ma, was that okay?" And she said, "That was good." My Mickey called me Mickey, right. and and uh, that that kind of kicked something off in in my in my being, if you will. And so from then on, I just I wanted to be an actor, but I didn't know what the hell that really meant. <laughs> you know, well, you want to be an actor? Okay, well, act. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know well about that. Yes, sir. And uh, so anyway, uh, as I grew up, I started to be kind of a bad boy. Tell you the truth, my brother was really good. He went one way and I went the other. Um, but, but I started, anyway, I started to get in a lot of trouble. And so I said, I, you know, I got to get the hell out of here because I'm going to start doing time myself. And um, so, so I left with with my mom's blessing and, so, and wound up, I tell you, I wound up in Vegas and uh, I didn't gamble. 
I met a couple of the stars that were working in Vegas, and, and they said, hey, man, my, uh, Michael, why don't you, uh, you got to give it a shot. Don't gamble. It's the place to make money if you can do that. And so I saved money to come to L.A. It was either New York or L.A. And I saved what money I could and um, came to L.A. And uh, I was bartending, which was really could have gone the other way for me. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and it was right across the street from a really neat theater. And a guy came in one night, it was a producer, and he said, hey, I asked him about, you know, acting and that, and he said, if you really want to act, you got to go to some kind of actor's studio, school type thing. And um, he mentioned the name Estelle Harmon. She was very, very big at that time, but I didn't know who, who she was. You know, she was a, she was a big wig at uh, Universal, and she was a, uh, the head of uh, talent somewhere. Anyway, she had, she was very respected. So I went over there, found my way over to her uh, workshop, actor's workshop, and uh, just walked in and she was sitting there and I said, I want to act. I have to get this out. It's starting to really be. And she said, well, Michael, here's a, you know, it's a, a script, like, uh, read this and then come back in about an hour or so. And it was from All My Sons, which was a great film. Uh, and, and so I did, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing, though, <laughs> uh, <laughs> at all, which was maybe good. Right. Maybe it was good because I wasn't trying to do anything. Does that make sense? Oh, it, do, it does, my friend. Well, how could you know? You, you, this is your first time picking up a script. You didn't know it. Absolutely. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Anyway, I went back and I read the thing with Estelle. And uh, she said, I want you to come back. Ooh. And I almost fainted. Because in the back of where her office was, was a beautiful little stage and all that stuff. Come back and do what? <laughs> I want to, I don't have any money still. I'm really flat. I don't have any money. She said, that's okay. Forget about that. And uh, you don't even have a place to live, do you? And I said, no. I, I, she said, you can stay here. So the first few months or so, my bed was the bed on the stage that, the whole, that all the classes used. Wow. Yeah, I, I really got lucky with that one. That was like a divine intervention, too, for, for me. And the only, the only thing that got me upset was if I was drinking the night before, I um, didn't want to, I had to get up and get out of bed because somebody was going to come in and rehearse, one of the other students. And that always got me... Yeah. And so I... But anyway, that, that was my my introduction, really. And Estelle knew everybody in town. And we put on showcases, etc. My One of my favorite ones was uh, Dylan Thomas, you know, the great Welsh poet. And um, let's see, 
there and she didn't charge me. And uh, I just, she really helped because I, I didn't pay anything. I hated school, but I love education. And I didn't have any any groundwork inside me about acting. And she said, that's all right. What you do is, is read this and then whatever line, it's called emotional recall. And you come to a part or a line or a play or film or anything, and if it kind of reminds you of something that happened in your youth, growing up and stuff, and uh, you just put that feeling, remember that. And that was easy for me because I had a lot of ups and downs. I'm not trying to feel sorry for myself at all. Right. But, but uh, you know, Char, when you remember those emotions Absolutely. and you apply them to this particular scene and it comes out pure. That's all I was trying to do. Yes, sir. I, I do understand that. And I'm, I know you do, man. That's why I took, that's why I said all that stuff. Uh, Cause I knew you would understand it and, and know what the hell it really all meant. Um, and so anyway, then I went over to, for some reason, a girl at the theater. Do you want me to continue with all no, this please, stuff? Michael, please continue. Yes, sir. Please. Okay. A girl at the, at the cells at the theater was going to do a scene at Paramount. Now, I'd never been, I'd, I'd never been in a studio. And so she said, will you do it with me? And Estelle said, you better. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so uh, we rehearsed and rehearsed. And uh, anyway, this particular scene was, was kind of emotional. And, and anyway, we went over to Paramount and did the scene. And the casting director was a beauty. First time, you, you know, at the gates, the big, Beautiful gates going into Paramount. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe that I was actually walking through there. Now I'm on the lot. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost fainted. <laughs> I'm sure you understand. Yes, sir. And, uh, and uh, went into the casting director's office, did the scene. She was very, very good. And the guy that was one of the producers of that film that she went over there for said, come on, I'm going to take you, I'm going to use you, let's, let's work. And as I was leaving, the casting director said, wait a minute, Michael. Um, but, well, well, I thought I did something wrong <laughs> again. <laughs> um, anyway, he gave me, uh, he said, have you ever heard, you must have heard of Sterling Siliphant was a great writer, producer, um, did, a, did a little thing like Sunset Boulevard. And, and, that, and anyway, he was doing, thinking about doing a series. And the casting director said, you come back, take this, the scenes for the series. And Sterling is going to be here in about two, three hours. You 
That's crazy. And anyway, we did that one over to Estelle's, rehearsed with this really good actress. Then we went back over to Paramount. And Sterling Silifon was sitting there. Now, Sterling Silifon is, as you well know, an Academy Award winning writer. Yes, sir. Right? Uh, and so anyway, we did the scene. And Mr. Silifon came over to me, eye to eye. I'm starting to shake. <laughs> and he said, I want to work with you. I want to do this series with you. Wow. That's I was, that, 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 that baby. And then the phone rang. It was all within a few hours, all this stuff was happening. Phone rang. The casting picks it up. It was Howard Koch. Do you know that name? It, it rings a bell, yeah. but... Uh, could you okay, he was the listeners? president of Paramount at the time. Okay. And um, Mr. Koch said, uh, I understand you are interested in what we do. And I said, yes, sir. And I want to see you next tomorrow. Oh, my God. What, what do I do? I don't... Oh, my Lord. You know, all that stuff. My stomach was shaking. It's... So now because it's that emotional recall. Right. And, and anyway, I went, next day I went back over there and went up to, I had a meeting with the president of the studio. That's crazy. It's, that's exactly what I said, I was feeling. <laughs> and it, but he, he was a beauty, this beautiful man. And it, I, I as I was walking over to his desk to shake hands, my hands started to sweat. And I was so bloody nervous. All he did was when we shook hands, he looked me right in the eye and said, Michael, whenever I, like you, whenever I meet somebody that I respect for the first time, my hands sweat. That got that calmed me down. So wasn't that beautiful, man? As you know, producers and stuff like that. That's amazing. I, 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 that's that's a great, great uh, cross the line thing to just share too. I'm sorry, what? That's a great thing to share. Also, that that it that he identified yeah. with you. It, it was so classy, and so he, he what he did was to bring me down. He knew I was nervous. Right, yes, sir. To bring me down to the point of where we could talk about the scene that he wanted me to. I'm gonna. This is what he said. Then I really almost fainted. I'm gonna set up a screen test tomorrow for you. You're moving 100 you miles to, an hour right now. <laughs> I'm absolutely. I thought my hands were gonna start sweating again. But he, I, I, he did, and. Uh, it was from what Sterling Silifon had written. Um, and, 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 and they had a screen test. And right after that, Mr. Silifon, artists are kind of temperamental, as you well know, yes, I'm sure. Uh, so Silifon 
Yeah, so let me ask you a question, Michael, on that part. When you when you were watching movies, like when you watched, you know, Samson and Delilah, who was who was the headliner? Who who played Samson back then? Do you remember? Yeah, Victor Mature. If you wow. can remember him. Yes. Yeah, yes, he, yes. he's not a great actor, but he fit that part perfect. Who, who, who did you look up to? Who did you look up to as, as in, you know, the actors? Oh, I always, I always like everybody sharing that, you know, that, and also bringing up a lot of times names that people, some of our listeners remember, and some of them don't. So who are some of your Absolutely. I think you kind of have to, at that time, from many people anyway, you kind of had to start with Brando. Yes, sir. Yeah, and... Uh, Jack Nicholson was just starting out, and, and um, people of that that cult, that nature, that had that kind of actors studio thing going already. And um, there's also a couple of actresses, Geraldine Page, who she kicked whatever. Definitely. talked about that we have a lot familiar in that my friend you know uh yeah. we were both raised by, by single moms before it was popular or a sport you know and you and i laughed about that right. the other day so huge respect to your mom and that it's like my mom's still my hero and she loves the fact that oh yes yes, yes yes we did i remember okay <laughs> so oh, man so yes you would see how lucky we were actually to have mothers like that absolutely I, I, my mom's excited that you're on the show um, you know. Oh, really? Bless her heart. What's her name? And uh, Kitty. Um, Kitty. Kitty. Kitty, like Miss Kitty. Yeah. Hi, Kitty. Yeah. Oh, that's that's fact. She'll love that. Um, thank you for. Yeah, that. you know, you, the Kitty, you did a good job with your kid. <laughs> thank you, my friend. Um, yeah, now, now, it's funny. You you jumped into things. I mean, you did some westerns, and uh, you got nominated for a Golden Globe uh, in uh, like 1971, right? 
just talking about some of the awards you had gotten and and then and, and then then to go to like you did shows like Gunsmoke which are you've done besides which we're going to get the Mod Squad but you, you've done some yeah wait a minute yeah, that's, that's a good one man I mean Gunsmoke um, is a, I mean James Arnaz and, and uh, I'll how, tell you what happened yes sir
I did not know. I did not. I, I did know that, but I had not done one. So now I, I that's amazing. Yeah, I didn't know did. that. It was so bloody cool, and it looked so real outside. Yes, it did. Like it was outside, and um, I was fortunate because Mark, being a director, and I had one of his friends from the actor studio as a bad guy. I was the other bad guy. And that was fine with me, because that, that came kind of easy. <laughs> I love and, playing uh, a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, no, man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, of course, at the end, Mr. Arnes, to me it was Mr. Arnes. Yes, sir. I said, I said where's this, where he throws me in jail? And I said, okay, sir, uh, Mr. Arnes, just because he's a, he's a big guy. And uh, I said, just throw me in jail. So he did. Right, almost right through the goddamn wall. Because <laughs> 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 uh, uh, right after that, I had to kind of whimper as the bad boy and talk about how my upbringing when my father was terrible and he was all that Jim Arnest was just standing there looking down at me. <laughs> so I, I got shut up. <laughs> no, no and, and that, that's, that, that's great. I always laugh because, you know, and I'm a huge fan, had, had fortunate enough to meet him a couple times before he passed away. But, you know, it's funny, yeah. he almost always lost the gunfight, but he always won. Everybody was always yeah, that's true. Him. I know it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, but, um, yeah, hell of a nice guy. That whole I was drinking quite a bit at that time, and I was so I didn't do it because I I was new and it was. But in the Long Branch Saloon, they had real Budweiser on tap. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and. <laughs> After I got done, the guy said, here, come on, have a cold bud. Obviously I did. But um, during the scene, as they were pouring this cold bud, it reminded me of a bar that I kind of grew up in back in Wisconsin that had Budweiser on tap. Whoa, maybe this is really cool, Michael. But don't drink. (laughs) Don't drink it. Because right. one of the producers later became had me over for some other things, and anyway, uh, that's my uh, that's my gun smoke story. It's really cool though to sit there and say, "Man, look, there you are." I mean, on one of the biggest shows on television, one of the most iconic, legendary <laughs> shows to this day. You know, uh, as being a young kid who wanted to be an actor, and now you're on one of the biggest shows on television. It, it happened, I, man. It happened, and immediately that it, something like that goes along. This town, as you well know, is chatter, chatter, chatter. Yes, sir. Everybody's talking about somebody like that, and all of a sudden, it's, it started to get around that hey, I was not a bad actor, and which made me very, very proud. And, and that actually, they got me my Screen Actors Guild card. And I, I, I almost fainted again when I got that showed up. But, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, that that is that, and that's incredible by itself. Now, when and to move a little forward, Sir Tarasso, when you came up, yeah, how did how did the Mod Squad come about? Okay, because uh, again, I was over there and they did Dead Gun Smoke, and the casting director was started to cast a couple of things for Aaron Spelling. Yes, sir. And so she said, "You got to meet this young guy," and um, I. Yeah, I didn't really know who the hell Aaron Spelling was. That's how naive I was to think. Anyway, this age, I finally got an agent, and uh, this agent said, we got to go meet Aaron Spelling because he's doing a new series, and I think you'd be right for it. So we go over to Aaron's office. Now, this is right at Paramount again. And... and uh, walk into Aaron's office and he says, hey, he was a very small man. Did yes. you ever met Aaron? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was fragile almost, and, but very powerful. And anyway, we shook hands and he said, well, this is the show I'm talking about. I want to talk about Mod Squad. I said, what? My, that's the dumbest goddamn name I ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a true story, man. <laughs> Look, if you want me to do this, whatever it is, mod something, make me a bad guy, give me a motorcycle or something. And he said, no, 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 no. I said, no, 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 you don't have to go any further. I'm out of here. I started, I looked over at my agent. There's a little bald guy and beads of perspiration already pouring down his head. And said, let's get out of here. And Aaron jumped up on his desk and he said, well, no, 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 wait. I thought I was getting thrown off the lot and never took a return. He said that, and Aaron said, that's exactly the attitude I want. You are B. Cochran. That's what. I don't even uh, I don't even know the guy, and he said, "But that attitude was exactly what I want, and that's how I got the job." Well, you know it was going to go. I don't, I, I, do, I don't suggest that for any young actor to tell a <laughs> big producer to kind of you know the hell with this and leave. But uh, that's what got me the job for my squad. Well, you know it was going to go one way or the other for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the story of my life, really. <laughs> yeah. That, that is, it, it is really, but, and, and then you went on, it's funny, I'm looking at a picture of you from then. I'm, I had that, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm looking at a picture of you from that time. I had that haircut, by the way. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, but I mean, and a lot of kids did because it was cool. You were one of the coolest cats on TV. You weren't squeaky clean. You were a bit of a badass. And everybody, every kid was like, man, he is so damn cool. And uh, you, had a, you had a great run with that show. I mean, it, it's an iconic yeah, television show. And you had a great cast. I was just going to say that. It, it was... We, the, the, Aaron Spelling was a genius at this casting, Absolutely. casting that show. Because he, he got a white... It was like the first show, one of the, the first show ever, where they got a white guy, a black guy, and a blonde girl together. And that we needed each other. 
show. And that's Clarence and Williams III and Peggy Lipton. Absolutely. I'm, I'll start. That really moves me because we lost Peggy, you know. Yes, sir. I, I don't want to stop. I just swallow that one. I, Peggy and I had like a 50-year love friendship that was obviously still in my heart. And Clarence and I became really good buddies. And that was the start of it. But we were both, all of us were kind of, we had to stick to our guns. Because a lot, Aaron had a rough time selling that show. Did he really? As you can, yeah, as you can imagine, in some of the southern states at that time. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yes, I, I didn't know. Yeah. That. I, was, I was young then, so I did, uh, now I think about it that you brought it up. I never thought about it before. Oh, yeah, he had, to, he had to sell that to go nationwide. Absolutely. And, yeah, the ABC, when we finally knew we were going to go on the air, ABC... And Aaron was going to send Clarence and I on a couple of uh, promos, you know, promotional tours. Yes, sir. And so, uh, fine, that's good with me. Fine with whatever. Where, where are we going? Well, first of all, I think we're going to uh, San Francisco and then Chicago. Okay. And what? I said, oh, all right, that's neat, man. I know some people in Chicago. In fact, I know some... <laughs> I know a few guys that are, I hope they're not in jail now in Chicago. <laughs> and uh, and so Clarence and I, we, we just hit it off, man. We, we loved each other, as, as with Peggy. I love and, to hear uh, that. I love to hear that. You know, you always hear stories of things, and, and I had always, anytime I'd ever seen you guys on shows together, after even after the show had had its run, you guys always seem like you really clicked, and I love hearing that from from you as well. And and I and I had heard it in the past from the uh, on, on different shows from the both of them as well. So I love hearing that, and you know, give it oh, a glad. to your co-stars. And that that's really you know how hard. important that is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and for us, we were three like three low kind of lonely castaway young people. And so we needed each other. And that turned out to be very true. Clarence was a Broadway guy, though. He, 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 did, he was nominated for uh, Tony Awards and stuff like that. But uh, when the three of us got together, it was totally different. I don't and think people recognized that. I'm sorry, excuse me. I, didn't interrupt. I don't think there's been anything like it then to now, and not including remakes, but I don't think that particular type of show has been copied uh, in that no. style yet. It, you know what? You, you couldn't because it, it'd be very difficult. It's one of the reasons I was so proud to do it and talk about it now. Um, was We were dealing with subjects, and thank God for Aaron Spelling, that are now just regular, like, uh, well, we dealt with the Vietnam War, and the, uh, we even dealt with um, abortion. Yes. That nobody would touch those subjects. Right. And, uh, of course, obviously, racism. Right. And we had our 
our friend, um, I like to call him my friend Sammy Davis Jr. Yes. Called and I said, yeah. And he said, I got to do your show. Please, please share, Michael. A couple, couple of your favorite uh, star guests that you had on there, please. Yes, sir. Michael, we're fine. It's it's my show. Please, okay. my friend. Um, what the hell? Wait, well, you had, you had well, Linda Marshall? She played in East of Eden. She played James Dean's mother. Oh, I'm trying to think of yeah. Linda, Linda Marshall and Julie Adams, Mark Goodard, Brian Folger, Harry yeah, Those are basically television names. Right. And I loved them all. We really became friends, especially with like when we said Mark. But uh, we even had Ed Begley, who won a couple of Academy Awards. Ed Begley was a giant actor. Yes, sir. I don't know if anybody ever heard of him or not, but I know, no. I know his son. And, I know his son. Oh, yeah, his son is a really neat guy, too. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Julie Harris was the mother. No, no, she was not. No, no, but that's no. damn close. <laughs> no, I asked Aaron, let's, can we work with Julie Harris? I, well, you know, one, one time I was walking into Aaron's office mm. and uh, this, uh, well, the, the, I, there were so many stars and I didn't know what the hell I was. That's fine. What I was doing. I was starstruck every time I turned around. Um, oh, shh. Anyway, we worked with like about five, oh, um, I'm sorry. My mind is going a thousand miles an hour here. <laughs> we got on a roll here, my friend. No, it, it, you had some great guest stars and, 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 and you know, the idea of, of some of them that, that are, uh, are movie or television icons themselves. Which really, Absolutely. really was awesome. That, and I don't think too many shows had many guest stars like that then. You know, no, nobody would touch Mod Squad at first, especially if you were a film actor, because it was television. It was about these kids, and nobody knew what the hell it was. And uh, once the show got on the air, Aaron's phone started ringing. And there were people like Ed Bigley and I mean, just giant actors. And uh, they asked to do the show. It was I was so proud to have that be working with some of these people, like Sammy. That's just you know? insane. I mean, Sammy Davis Jr. had to really believe in and love. He was a wonderful man. Um, 
I'm fortunate to know him a little bit, but uh, not as well. Oh, good. Uh, yes, sir. But wonderful, wonderful man. And 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 like you said, as as talented as can be, everything he wanted to do, he could do. Absolutely. When he when I first met him, he, he, you know, he's not very tall, but he's strong as a bull. And when I first met, I came over to set. And I was nervous, of course. This is. Sam was as big as it gets. Um, and he came, like, running over to me. I said, oh, <laughs> just be cool, Michael, be cool. And he put his arms around me, and went, and he, he, I, I almost fainted because he squeezed so goddamn hard. <laughs> and and this, this, this was amazing. I couldn't... I, what I did was I went back up to my dressing room and called my mother and said, Ma, Sammy Davis just hugged me. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. You know, you know he, people don't realize, you know, it's funny, you know, he was world draw champ, quick draw champion, and, 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 you know, with shooting guns and stuff like that, he was so damn fast. And I, I know it. And, go ahead, please. I'm sorry, go. No, you should, yes, sir, you please. No, 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 he, he with the twirling in the holsters and all this. He, he, he sent me a, a leather chair, set chair, you know, that had my name on the back and it was all hand carved and whatever. It was just the beauty of a guy. Wow, that's the, I love to hear something like that. Thank you for sharing it, Michael. That is, that is awesome. Absolutely, yeah. He, he, he did. And a couple of... Say. Yes, sir. That that's 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 exactly what that's exactly. But see, it's a movie star's movie star, and and a talent uh, all the way around. A real threat, a legit real threat. Um, yeah, and it, absolutely. I, we were at a we were at a dinner. My my wife. We were just going together. It was a pretty big gun at uh, Rolling Stone magazine, and. Um, and we had a, a Christmas dinner, and I had a, man, I'm getting nervous again. Uh, a Christmas dinner at a very famous place, and all of a sudden, it got silent in the whole restaurant. Who walks in? Frank Sinatra. Oh! And she got so nervous, she had a table with her, she got so nervous, the owner of the place came over and said, Mr. Sinatra knows that you're here, Michael. Would you like to say, are you kidding? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yep. And so he said, but not now, after he's finished eating. And he was with Gregory Peck. Oh, um, my stomach is shaking just saying that. That, that is a bit. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you share this because, you know, I mean, everybody knows the chairman of the board, Frank Sinatra. And Gregory Peck doesn't get enough mentioned today, and people that you're mentioning as well. True. So I, I appreciate that. And and then you went on even even from Mod Squad and the great run you had from that. I mean, you were on Wonder Woman, which I by the way I love that episode of Wonder Woman, and I'm a Linda Carter fan, so I had to bring that up. That uh, her birthday her her birthday is actually today. We share the same birthday. So oh, uh, happy birthday, Linda! Yeah, and happy birthday to you. Thank you, my friend. Um, and and, and Wait I, think, I think you did love something her. about Linda. I think you did love Wonder her. Woman. I, I didn't want to do Wonder Woman, really. Really, I respected her because I knew her a little bit and what. But 
anything about the show but my daughter at the time. Daddy, daddy, you gotta do Wonder Woman. <laughs> and I didn't know that all this, that she had an invisible plane. Right. <laughs> and this rope thing, she wrote an invisible rope. And Linda was really, really neat. Because I didn't know any of this stuff. And, and she, she would say, Michael, remember, you're tied up right now. I am. <laughs> But, but you know what? That's one of the most. You know, that's one of the most uh, known episodes. Is the as episode you've done? I, I can tell you about five episodes, and you're in the top five favorite episodes. Wow! Of of all okay. the Wonder Woman's. Singer too. Oh, unbelievable singer, unbelievable. But yeah, I mean, there I was. I was like, wait a minute, I know who this guy is. And I'm like, uh, that's Michael Cole. You know, you're a Wonder Woman, you know. And uh, and, 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 and an invisible lasso around him. <laughs> and right, exactly. Don't move. You know. Um, but yeah. And, and I think you hold the record for life for Love Boat. Oh man, that was that was a really lucky shot, my friend. I, first of all, did it with uh, John Rubenstein, who's a wonderful actor, and his father can handle a piano pretty good. Archer Rubenstein, the great classic pianist. Sure. But anyway, John and I, he was cast in this love boat, and Aaron called and said, will you do this? And I said, yeah, of course. And they sent the thing over. Did you see, have you seen it? The love boat. It's been a little while since I saw the episode with you. Okay, and because there was a the reason I did it anyway. There was an incredible scene. I was in a wheelchair, and because I was a Vietnam vet that was wounded, and uh, John Rubenstein was my friend in school, but he went to Canada, and so he was uh, draft dodger. Yeah. And he was like, a, didn't want to say hello. No man said, this is one of my best friends. Anyway, we had a meeting, just he and I, in this big kind of cavernous uh, dance hall, like on the ship. And uh, we, we had this scene between myself and John that were, I told him, don't think like that. I, you want to be sitting in here. I hate this goddamn thing like that went on and on. I think it was one of some of the best work that I I was proud to say ever did. And we got like an argument type thing and then it calmed down. And when the crew applauds, you know you've done something right. You've done something right because these people have seen everything. Yes, sir. And that's what happened. I was so proud. And John and I became really good friends. You just gave me chills because that because 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 the crew almost never applauds. They they're they're numb to it, callous to it. So that you just gave me chills with that, Michael. That is, I thank you for sharing. Oh, thank you, thank you, man. Um, yeah, thank you. When that, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. When that happens, like I said, they've seen everything. It's happened a few times, but. I didn't even know where where the hell I was going after that scene. And the director
director had to kind of come up, put his arm around me and say, Michael, Spelling called the ship and said, we just watched the daily. That kind of was so lucky to, to, to work that scene with John. And uh, like I said, you know, that when that happens and the crew does that, that is you must have did something. Thank you so much because I, I, you don't hear the behind the scenes things that, so I really appreciate you sharing. I mean, and for my newer fans, whether it be Chips, whether it be the miniseries wow. It, which everybody turn, you know, go back and when they go, oh to yeah, ones, you you were in It to now, and you've done a lot of things. But I, I want to get you because I don't want to keep it too long. Um, but you, okay. have, you have a book out, Michael, and it's called I Played the Way. Thank you for thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I, you know, I I love education, but I quit school like in about seventh, eighth grade. And uh, I, when this happened, I, I, people would say, I said, I'm going to write a book. And my buddies would say, hey, Michael, that's wonderful, but why don't you read one first? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, it's, I, I got an idea for this thing, and it was because Clarence and I would go out and, and uh, they'd look at the two of us and they'd say, I'm the white guy. <laughs> and, and that's what I called the name of the book. I played the white guy. So it's, it's an homage. It's kind of an homage to your relationship with him. Absolutely, I love that. And thank you. I've got to send you. You can get one. Um, we can get. Where the hell do you send? Uh, we'll talk about that off the air. But but everybody can buy these books. They go online and buy these books. Um, as it is, and I played the white guy. I'm sure. Uh, just give us a, a bit of just what you, you know. Just give us a little taste of it, my friend. I'm sorry, what? Just give us a little here. taste about, it's about your career? Yeah. And I'm sorry, I had a buzz, the phone wasn't. No, no problem, my friend. I said, so, so the book, I said, is a bit about your career. Yeah, my whole life, it's a little kind of biography, uh, but it winds up, I'm very proud of the way it winds up because I go through all the stuff from growing up with, Little, little, really little, and no place to live, etc., etc. And uh, I had when I was like I said, I was getting in trouble. I had to get out of town, Madison, Wisconsin, and finally wound up doing some films and TV. But uh, I played the white guy. You think? Yeah. You get it on Amazon. You can get it all. Yeah, over. that's it. That's what I was trying to think of. Yes, sir. You get Amazon. It. Yes, sir. You can get it. I mean, this is it's really. And by the way, I love the picture. The picture looks so cool on the cover. Uh, huge respect to the photographer because I love the way they set it up. And you, you but wasn't like, that neat, man? Thank you for. Yeah, you would know that, of course. Yeah, you look like a. I mean, you look like you're ready to recite something. 
right out of Macbeth or something right there. I mean, that's how cool that picture is. Thank you very, very much. Whenever anybody that's like a fellow actor or any arts of any kind that says, gives me a compliment, I always get very, very, very thankful. That's the best way to put it. Well, you know, I mean, so I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not shy on things like yourself. I'm not, and I really mean that. That is really one. It's been absolutely a true pleasure having you on. It's been great in the last month or so getting reacquainted with you. You and I have passed in Hollywood. Yeah, hellos. it's been neat. Really, over, really nice. Over over the years, we've passed with Hollywood hellos. You know, what's your fleeting hello? Yeah, that's and that kind of thing. And I really appreciate you taking the time. And please, I hope you come on again in the future. Um, Absolutely, man. And, uh, is Absolutely. There, is there, is there uh, any project? Yes, I, I like to call. It's always nice. I was going to get a tattoo. At that point, I was like, whatever, 11 or 12. It's always nice to make a new friend. Yes, and sir. that's how I feel about you. I feel and I'm not blowing smoke up your. No, no, no. You, you and I, you are, you and I are much. We, you were, we, we deliver it straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always tried. I always tried to, man, and that's why I think the, the attraction for you, my my new friend, is is there. Oh, I'm just looking at a book right now about a guy that I. I was very proud to know Steve McQueen. Oh, man, please. Can you give us a, a good Steve McQueen story? That'd be fantastic. I never had the pleasure. Well, I never had the pleasure of meeting him. Uh, um, I was sitting there. We were, I don't know where we were shooting. Somewhere not too far where he was, obviously. And all of a sudden, the crew hushes down. It's real quiet. I said, what the hell's going on? And I look over to it, and there's a motorcycle, sure as hell, and Steve McQueen gets off. And I I got goosebumps right now, I swear to God, man. (laughs) And he comes walking up, you know, as only Steve McQueen's presence could do. And he said, hey, Michael, about like that. Hey, Michael, I wanted to uh, just congratulate you, man, because I understand you just got married or something like that. And so we sat and chatted and then became buddies. Like I'd meet him at the Whiskey A Go Go. You sat down and had drinks with Steve McQueen at the Whiskey A Go Go? Yeah. That is very cool. That is very cool. I know it, man. I was so excited. Like, I, God, he's the only guy I knew that drank rye whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so he became an instant hero, besides being an instant hero. Right. Uh, I got this beautiful, so one of the fans. Can you believe this? There are still fan clubs out there. 50 years ago, man. And there's like a, a kind of a this one called the uh, the fan group, and that's got thousands of people in it. I could not believe it. Oh, he, and he the other one, the coolest cats. 
I mean, you know, look, you were known, you were known as one of everybody, even uh, uh, Nickelodeon and stuff. Everybody said, all sit there and says, you know, you were one of the coolest cats of the seventies, and everybody will always say it during the police show times and everything else. Girls wise, it was like Angie Dickinson. And, and, you know, and you, you came into that time yeah. when, when it was the Mod Squad, the Rookie, SWAT, you know, police story, a policewoman, that kind of thing. You know, Mannix, Barnaby Jones. So you were known you were known as one of the coolest cats of the 70s, you know, that, that there was. And it rolled into the 80s and you know, all the way through your career. Well, that really, that really means a lot, man, still. It was, was a long time ago. But it still means so much to me and the fans and I don't call them fans. I never, as, as a matter of fact, I met a couple of the people that founded these things that are still going on very strong. Uh, I, I can't call you fans, but I can call you friends. I, I love that's that. how I feel. I love that. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, and to sit there and, and, and to, you know, for you to be talking about a guy as Steve McQueen, who is like one of the coolest of cool ever, you know. Absolutely. And, and you're obviously, you know, you were obviously a, a, a fan of his and you become a friend. That's, I mean, you know, I, I look at it as a fan and I'm, I'm a fan of, of, of what we do and, and what you do and, and, and everything else. So it's really, I'm still, I still always get, you know, excited of, of certain people to meet or to know and 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 fortunate enough to call thank someone you, thank you thank you sir and and but to know that to have you know someone like you on the show right now i mean you have a book out right now that people need to go you know to go pick up because i mean legitimately some of the best stories you and i have you and you and i could chat, chat for days uh on the air um and, and we just did uh you and i have spoken several times off the air which you couldn't you couldn't uh get better conversation uh with this with this gentleman and uh and legitimately a more laid back real down to earth guy than than michael cole i'm I'm telling you it's is i've seen you with your fans i've seen as you call them your friend yeah I, i've seen you at events i've seen you at the hollywood shows and things like that where people yeah. line up and 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 people you know you, you know generations multiple generations are seeing you now uh, thanks to you know the the uh, me TVs and things like that, and the antenna TVs and all these shows that are bringing back the air, that you're in a brand new generation that 10, 12 year old kids know who you are. Well, thank you for saying that. I see it chokes me up again. Uh, that's what happens for me anyway when uh, you get a new loved friend. So. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Well, and, uh, gentlemen, I, 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 I don't like to cut you off, Michael. I'd love to have you on in the future again, my friend, this summer. But I, I just, and I don't want to take, I've taken so much of your time. Uh, and, and, I, and I apologize for that. But I can't apologize for uh, loving and enjoying having you on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Absolutely. My pleasure. Cold. My pleasure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this goes like all over, doesn't it? All over the yes, country sir. years. This goes, this goes, and we're in 22 countries. Whoa. We just got two more countries, list, active listeners, last week. So we're, we're in all 50 states, of course, but we have actively 22 countries listening. Right, you know, they'll be listening to the show later on today. That's incredible. 
And no, that's absolutely you. incredible. That's because of people like yourself <laughs> coming on. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, go out and get I Played the White Guy by iconic television and screen and, and stage actor, which I didn't even get to that. Apologies to that. Oh, man, yeah, I love this. Um, I do, do you know the film Wait Until Dark? I do, yes, sir. Yeah, I did that on stage once in Chicago. That was a tough one because you got to throw that knife and it's in the blackout. I did it with Dina Martin. She's a good little actress, Dean's daughter. Oh, I, I love Dina. She's a friend. I love her. Really? Yes, sir. You know, she's... No, I forgot that place that has all the... Uh, um, theaters and stuff of anyway she is a beauty she is a beauty and she was a great little actress wonderful lady entertainer actors absolutely yeah she, that's right entertain she sings a lot of her she travels around and sings a lot of her dad's stuff now yes, sure yes sir she does and uh, um, I love it lady. I love that you know I it sounds like we're dropping names all over the place, but it's all true. No, but that, that's the thing is, but, the, but that's your experiences, so they're not dropping names. You're, you're, you're sharing experiences, and uh, and uh, next time I want to uh, emphasize more on your on your stage career as well because you've oh, that'd rave, be cool. rave reviews of your stage work, and uh, I've never been fortunate enough to see you on stage, and uh, stage and me get nervous. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Exactly what you mean. <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> but I mean, again, I, I really appreciate you taking time today, Michael. It's been such a pleasure. Where can everybody get? Where can everybody keep up with you with what you're doing on social media? I know that this isn't your your realm of the woods, but I'm and, 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 I, and I'll talk to your wonderful wife Shelly afterwards to get all your social media. But I think you're on Facebook, and I'm not sure if you're on Twitter or Instagram. I don't know all that stuff. Okay. I, Probably should, but uh, I don't. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, Which is kind of cool. I thought. I always thought. Um, if you, you call anytime, uh, are you at your house now? I well, in that show. All all of all of us are working at home right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. That's good. I forgot about that, man. Yeah. <laughs> But no, but, but thank you so much for coming on. I'll post everything on there. You can go on Amazon and get I Played the White Guy by Mr. Michael Cole. It has been a true pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on, sir. And on the Life thank of you. channel is is really excited and pleasure to have you on. And uh, I hope that uh, you come on in the near future. Go check out Michael Cole on Facebook and all the Mod Squad sites that are on there as well. Buy the book. I know it's going to be really cool for you guys to understand it. And you have a wonderful, safe day, sir. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure. Oh, man, thank you. And God bless, and you take care. You too. Thank you, sir. God bless.